Live Imaging Tuesday is on. Travis and Slee, 11 a.m. in the Southland. I know we got a winner on the line, but first, you know, Trav and I are sitting here during the break. Yeah. Talking about golf. All golf. We golf, all golf. golf and talk. I like how Slee's over there in the corner just, like, trying to chime in, like, oh, yeah, I need clubs. And I just look over, I'm like, or I'm asking you about a swing tip. He's like, oh, yeah, you should just step yeah, back. Yeah, you like, should <laughs> step a little further back because you're having issues with your driver. <laughs> I am. He is. He said he's in it like his irons. Yeah. Oh, my he's irons coming are down. on fire. He's coming down too hard. Okay, take a step back. It's golf. It's, it's never all three. And Travis seen this okay up too. close. My wedge game is incredible. Yep. I've got the hands of an angel. You can putt, too. My putting has gone better. Yeah. I went left-hand low. You know what that means, Lee? Of course. I mean, that's Meanwhile, you want to go lower. to Harris Resort SoCal <laughs> next Friday? Apparently, I might be there. Pressing the flesh with Travis and Sliwa. The Travis and Sliwa <laughs> listener party. Do we have a winner? Is he on the line? Emily? Yeah, we got Brandon in Santa Fe. Does he have the answer? Hit Brandon in Santa Fe, Travis. Brandon, are you there? Hello. Hello, Brandon. I'm here. How are you guys doing? We are fantastic, Brandon. Do you have an answer to the question, where, in which city did Slee and Lady Slee dine this weekend? The wonderful city of West Hollywood. There, there you oh, go. Good job, Brandon. There you go. Congratulations, Brandon. You win one night at Harris SoCal for you and a guest. You get $100 resort credit. You get to have lunch with me and Slee. You a golfer at all, Brandon? I am. I'm, I'm not bad. Okay, good. Then you get to try out the Golf Swing Suite, and yep. you can give Al some uh, <laughs> swing tips along the way, and you and I can go hang out in the Lazy River. What do you think? Sounds good. I'm all in. All right. So look forward to seeing you out there on uh, on Friday, August Solid. 12th Solid. at Harris Resort SoCal Sleep. So we've got one more to give away today, right? Yeah, one more to give away So you just got to pay attention to the next set of Live Imaging Tuesday stuff. Like, maybe the question is, what club is Chris having a problem with? Could be. Yep. Maybe is it to Sweeney new golf clubs? Could be. I've had these clubs for, okay. First off, I've had them for over 10 years. That's okay. What's the cutoff here? But I'm, I'm golfing once a year, twice a year at the most. So well, what am I supposed okay, to do? Okay, so the, the answer to the question is, if you have old golf clubs because yeah. you like them, then they're fine. If you have old golf clubs because you never play, then you're probably going to want to swap those out. Sounds like you're in Group B. But but it sounds – okay, but wouldn't that even be more reason to not get new clubs? Well, not if, you, look, not if you're going to continue to play once every other year, then just use the 10-year-old ones. Last time I played, our golf tournament. Which, like, I, my, 10 years ago, I might not – well, no, I was here. But I don't think I was at the tournament. Our September golf tournament, yeah. the one that we just had. Well, we used to do it in June. The next time I will play – September golf. Yeah, you're good. I <laughs> just you're right-handed, right? Yeah, I got you. You're you're good. I got a closet full of stuff in but my that's garage. The but the you're technology covered. that's the equivalent of keeping your cell phone, although you do, yeah, so that the company just, uh, doesn't discover yeah, just, that the Walt Disney not, Company doesn't know they're still don't paying give for too it. Too much information. There. He There's doesn't want the, the, the expensive glass of wine, and he yes. doesn't want his cell phone information <laughs> to be on Front Street. So now, did you turn your cell phone in? Yep. <laughs> By the way, Camp 710 came up in this meeting, so we'll more details on that this hour. Oh, wow, right now, though, up. Travis at Sliwa continues your Tuesday. That's Thank your you, fault. Uh, That's well, your fault. maybe a little bit. Because I think you probably gave it maybe a little like, bit of light, and then Chris ran in there. Maybe, maybe I'm hey, going to do a 180. I'm going to turn around and just get – I'm going to go to REI after the show, and I'm going to buy tents and sleeping bags and crampons and gloves, and what else would I need? Ropes? I feel like I need carabiners. Yep. What else do you need to go camping? Get um, get stuff that you're definitely not going to do as well. Get every equipment for like rock climbing. Camp stove. <laughs> get get well, all that. Stuff. No, camp ropes stove. And you would use crampons. You would use. I have a camp stove actually. Yeah. I literally use it once a year at the Rose Bowl I got on one New too. Year's Day. <laughs> that's that's it. It comes out and I put that thing to good. I use. got one too, but I need basically there can't be any wind. 
If there's any wind, no one's eating. <laughs> is it bricks or is it gas? It's gas. Yeah. Why can't you keep it lit with the gas? I can keep it lit, but if there's any breeze, like it's not the one that has, you know how they sell the ones that have covers? Little, little shield. No, no Oh, covers. you're shieldless. You're no going covers. in unshielded. So I'm like this, cooking. I'm like trying to. <laughs> you're moving. I'm cover the wind. I'm cover the wind. Put it, put it behind the sleigh mobile and just use your car as a little uh, deflector. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. Yeah. You see, I'm a problem solver. What else do you need to know about camping? I got some boots. You're the guy. Going to get some boots. Uh, I feel I want those like those really wool socks that Can't stick talk. out the top. I got it. I, I'm I'm all set. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna move into the woods. Oh 100%. my god. This is a total non sequitur here, but it just thinking of the woods. I'm listening to a podcast right now in the Unabomber. Whoa, dude. Oh that, yeah, that's right. He I lived. Mean, he lived by himself in the middle of nowhere for yep. like ten years. Wait, what's it called? Is this on Netflix? Unabom. I've seen it. It's, I think it, I've seen it. Yeah, it's an Apple a podcast. Ago, it. yeah. It's a, it's a real newer podcast. Oh, no, you're listening to one. I actually watched the one. that. Yeah, no, this is – it uh, turns audio. out kind of a odd, compelling, oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty it's... terrifying story along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Dodgers have – we're down to about four hours uh, before the Major League Baseball trade deadline goes by. They picked up Chris Martin. Okay, you ready for this, Lee? Where's my notes here? Here it is. I think they – by the way, I still think they do something. You know, I, I think if they do something, it's going to be around the edges. Yeah. I don't think it's going to Which be something normal. that's, that's, norm, that's a, a big deal. Here's what it is. Chris Martin, they get for the Cubs from Zach McKinstry, okay? Chris Martin has a 1.3 whip and a 4.45 ERA. You know, kind of whatever, right? You know what Josh Hader's numbers are this season? Josh Hader has a 1.1 whip, so it's better, but it's yeah. not light years better. His ERA is 4.2. Yeah, I guess his last two outings he gave up three runs and like four or five runs or something mm-hmm. kind of jumped his era up yeah the point being they paid a very high price to go get this sure. guy. and he's sure. a good by the way dodgers have hit him dodgers have run into the brewers in the playoffs a couple of times along the way the dodgers have hit chris uh, uh josh Hader. They, they've done a really good job against him for the most part the padres i love that they're going for it i think it's yep. good for baseball yep. the team that's not the yankees dodgers red sox cubs mm-hmm. have gotten one of these big guys along the way but it just it just does not feel like it's enough i i, I did a little grid here slee mm-hmm. i think if you're being and, and you tell me because i'm obviously you know i'm looking at through this through dodger blue glasses mm-hmm. i think the padres have a better player at two of the nine positions that's it I think they're, they're they have a better second baseman and they have a better third baseman. I think that's it. I think well, the Dodgers are better or equal everywhere else. I think it's I think it's safe to say this when it comes to the Dodgers. Trav, if they're clicking, if we get to if you get to late September, I mean they had how many wins in the month of uh, July? 20, They've won twenty five of their last twenty nine games. Something like that, right? Just something stupid. Okay, it's great. It's Freddie fantastic. Three eighty eight in July. Stupid. Stupid, right? Lux had a fantastic month as well. I mean, they just everybody feels like they're clicking, and and that's you want to bottle that up and take that into September and take it into uh, into October. It's safe to say that if everybody's clicking, nobody's going to beat the Dodgers. Period. Put the Padres to the side for a quick second. Put start looking at some of these other teams. Okay, where are the Yankees? Where are the Astros? Where are the Mets? Just all the Padres are trying to do, and I think this what this move does for Soto and Bell, by the way, um, I think what it does is it just puts them in the conversation, and that's all I think the Padres can do, that once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen, 
And if you get on a heater, maybe you can become what the Nationals were a couple years ago. That's an expensive heater, Al. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a really – and look, if they get if they get it, it's, it's not unlike Anthony Davis. Right? Hey, look, we got it. Whatever happens after this – Happens after this. We at least got the one that we can say, look, we won the World Series. We went all in. There's no guarantee. But why, why is that? Why, why is it an expensive heater if They've you got away if, everything? But if you have. got Soto for three years, if you have Soto, it, it's not. And Soto's 23 years old. Maybe there's maybe they're able to negotiate some. Maybe they don't. Maybe this is, hey, we have a little pocket here that we want to try to take advantage of it. And if Soto goes, Soto goes. But the reason why I'm giving that as an example is they're hoping for. Something like the Nationals. Mm-hmm. They're hoping for you run into this postseason run where everything just clicks. The Dodgers are already there. The Dodgers are that's that's why I always kinda I go back to comparing the Dodgers to another team I don't think is apples to apples because Last year when they went out and they got Scherzer and they got Trey Turner, they already had a good enough team that you wouldn't have been surprised would win the whole thing. However, they needed Scherzer, and they also stopped other teams like the Padres from getting a guy like Scherzer. Trey Turner was part of the deal. I I, I kind of look at the Dodgers. If they're clicking, who beats them in Major League Baseball? Who beats them? Put the Padres aside. If they're clicking, Walker Bueller's back as well. Kershaw's having the year he is. Tony Gonsolin has been as great as he has. Tyler Anderson has been fantastic. I haven't even mentioned Julio yet. Maybe Dustin May comes back. Who beats him? I think that the Yankees can beat him. I think the Astros can beat him. I think that the Braves can beat him. This is the point. This is why the thing with the, the the Padres, excuse me, feels really incredibly aggressive and bold because there's a ton of risk. That these other deals that we're talking about, right? When the Dodgers go and get Scherzer and Turner, they're the best team. They don't need a heater. They just need to play well at the right time and hope they don't run into a heater. Mm-hmm. The Padres are playing for, they're trying to, I'm, this is a bad analogy, they're trying to catch that inside straight, is what they're trying to do. They're not the best team. The Yankees make a deal for all the guys that they want to. They are the best team. They were aggressive. The Astros, Very aggressive. The Astros were super aggressive. Mm-hmm. They are one of the best teams. Mm-hmm. You look at a team like the Atlanta Braves making some moves uh, as well. They are one of the best teams. The Dodgers, the Padres, even with this, are still hoping for a heater. That's the part that, that, that is, if I were a Padre fan, I would yep. be like, okay, I like it, I, but – this is still my, my path to a World Series is still relatively narrow. The Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, the Braves, their paths are far wider. So, it, w- would you have said then? It, it sounds like you, if you're running the Padres, would not have made this deal. And, and no, I think I probably would. Let me, have. let me explain because they're they're 12 games over 500 without their best player. Their best player has not played all season long. They just added Juan Soto, mm-hmm. and they added Bell. I feel like there's, you know when you say you risk too much, you're giving too much to go get a player like this, basically you're all in. It sounds like, okay, the Dodgers didn't get him, and you have your reasons the Dodgers didn't have to have him. Do you want to deplete everything that you have to go get Juan Soto when maybe you save those assets to go get somebody else down the road next year, whatever the case is? That's why I kind of throw the question your way because – I feel like you have it in your mind that maybe this wasn't the, the Padres aren't set up to go make a move like this. You, you know, it's this. I, I may have to change my entire position on this because you know what they just showed on TV? Mm-hmm. They just showed Juan Soto taking Kershaw deep. <laughs> they just showed Juan Soto's home run when he was with the Nationals about you know halfway into the parking lot. Oh, no, the one that won so, the game. Soto's one of I those guys. They need to reevaluate. That so, brought back some terrible memories. Soto's one of those guys that 
he don't give a you know what. No, he's good. And he's, he's very good, and he's very young, and he's expected to be very good for a very long time. He doesn't pitch. And you look at the pitching staff that the Dodgers put together relative to what the Padres have. And, Fair. And again, yeah. I, I did this, too. And, look, you just look at you just go right down the line. This is what they have today. Okay, I'm not talking about guys that are coming back. I'm saying yep. the guys that you have today because who knows if they come back, right? Dodgers, and I kind of tried to rank these as far as the guys that I think that they would pitch in this order in the postseason. It's Urias, Kershaw, Gonsolin, and Anderson. Okay, those are your, you only you only really pitch four guys in the playoffs as far as starters go, and then you put your extra starters into the bullpen. Again, Urias, Kershaw, Gonsolin, Anderson. Yep. Here's where the Padres are running out there: Musgrove, Darvish, Manea, and Snell. Yep. Okay, so the Dodgers have an advantage there. Almost, Agreed. you know, one to one, two to two, three Agreed. to three, four yeah. to four. They got the better guy right mm-hmm. on the line. Here's where you go into that next group of guys, and these become your bullpen guys in the postseason. They've got Mike Clevenger. Okay, really, really good, and maybe he slides in there. One of those other guys fall out, but the Dodgers have Mitch White, Dustin May, Andrew Heaney. It's just it's a yep. different group of guys. Yep. It's a much and again, these are the guys that are going to pitch the fifth inning, the sixth well, inning, and, the seventh and, inning in these games. The depth is just colossally think, tilted towards the Dodgers. And I think something. And by the way, that depth could be the difference. Period. And that's not that's not uncommon. It's actually very common in sports where your depth is what eventually wins the whole thing. Here's the other thing to keep in mind that's so unique to this year, to last year. Trav, you, you're not fighting through September for something. It's over. It is over. Yeah. And, and by the way, no one should be, if you're the Padres, the last thing you should be worried about is trying to chase. No, you don't no, need no, to. You just want to get in yeah. and then figure it out from there. But that's so much different than what the way the Dodgers were set up last year. Last year you were scratching and clawing through 162 games to try to win the division, all to fall one game short of the division, get in the wild card. You eventually beat the Giants. By the time they played the Atlanta Braves, they were done. All right, got out to training camp this weekend at UCI Slee, and there was a name that kept popping up over and over and over again. He's not even on the team. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So next Friday at Harris Resort SoCal, Live Imaging Tuesday, by the way, Travis and Sleepo. Lit. Will we, like, sleep in the same bed, or do we, like, get twin beds for the You room? get the cot. We'll I get, get the ro- cot? Well, I think it's called a rollaway in a hotel. You get the rollaway. Well, sleep. Can't they sleep that. in your that's room? A, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of work. Maybe here's the thing. There's plenty I'll of space. Get the king Get the king bed. I take king up a lot size of room. Bed. I'll set an alarm in the middle of the night, and then yep. I'll come to... The other room. So I'll start with Trav, get what a few time? hours in, 
Then about 3 a.m., I'll, I'll get my way into your bed. I do go to bed early, so we could, we could go and shut it down around 9.30 or 10. A, you both get to press the Bro, flesh. come on down. Yeah? Just come on down at this point. So you are coming? Well, Slee's sell- I'm Slee. Travis selling me on it. Yeah. Harris Resort Cocal. I've never been. Okay, you got then, then you should come. Then you should come, and if we don't have a room for you, uh, Travis would love <laughs> to have you in there. Roll away. We'll put it right by the air conditioning. It'll be nice and nice and cool. A little noisy, but it'll be good. So if I bring Lady Slee, I'm explaining to her. Okay, no, but Chris, no, no, I get it. But By the way, you're setting up the next part of that joke, just so you know. <laughs> okay? Morales is going to be with Trav until 3 a.m. And, and then, then I'll, just, I'll join you guys. In. Move over. And then he's coming in. <laughs> just make, he'll get in the middle like a three-year-old no, no. that had a nightmare. Listen, let's not be inappropriate here. He's Slee the, can be in the middle. He's on, he's on the edge of the bed. <laughs> Yeah, sleeping at the foot like a dog. Like rookie? Yeah. <laughs> you ready to eat good. at the Cat Cafe, Chris? What the hell the is that? Fancy feast meals. You ready for that? Are we back to the Cat Cafe? No, bit? no, no. You, oh, you, were, you weren't in here. So Taylor had a did you see where there's a New York City pop-up restaurant where the chefs from a, was it Fancy Feast, Taylor? Fancy Feast, Fancy yeah. Feast are now doing people food. That, what's the point of I that? I don't know. Exactly. Especially in New York. But they're sold out. <laughs> I already see in Emily's eyes that she's into it. Fancy Producer Emily's like, you know, <laughs> let's do this. Would you hit that place? No, definitely not. Yeah. I've I've had to smell my roommate's cat's cat food, and it's been disgusting. No, is thank this, you. Wait, is this a new place? Yeah. New, yeah, well, she has, has she's a cat. The cat's How many fine. cats? She has one cat. The cat's kind of old. Uh, and meows a lot. Also, the cat's been sneezing all mm. the time. Oh, the cat's mm. got COVID? Maybe. <laughs> it's cat a COVID, COVID cat? Cat <laughs> It's got allergies. Yeah, but it's, been, it's got allergies, like, man. We'll be like sitting in the living room or something, like talking, and then just be here, like four sneezes from the corner from the cat. I, and it's just been weird. I'm not a cat dude. I know that there are some dogs that shed and some dogs that don't. Do all cats shed, or they're like kind of one of those things? Uh, yeah, they lick themselves, and so it's more like they, this they saliva lick that themselves. gets on. And they, yeah. <laughs> they're a very clean animal. Yeah, yeah, they clean themselves. But I'm just but thinking it's like, actually disrespectful maybe to the you cat community. Swiffer up all the hair, and maybe the but cat will stop sneezing. I don't know. I'm not a veterinarian. I'm just so throwing ideas out there. She has a cold that'll pass, apparently. That's, right. That's what the vet said. A and cold like, okay. that will pass. pass. No, just okay. give it another She's week. a very old cat. Doesn't give it a month right. and a half. Don't forget, you're about uh, 10 minutes away from Factor Cap in minutes. Right now, yes. though, Travis and Sliwa continues your Tuesday. It's lit. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. So, I don't know if I've seen it quite this stark before, Slee. When we okay. were out at training camp, mm-hmm. uh, Taylor was working, Emily was working, I was working, Chris was working, you were taking the day off. Yeah. That's how that went. Um, every single person that we talked, we talked with Sarah Barshop, who covers uh, the team for ESPN. We talked with Mina Kimes. We talked with Rob Havenstein. We talked with Les Snead. We talked with Raheem Morris. We talked with a bunch of different people. Everybody mentioned that Andrew Whitworth isn't here anymore. Everybody talked, and mm. not just because, okay, we got Joe Nopum, a new left tackle. Joe Nopum's a really good football player. He started a handful of games for the Rams last year and did a really good job for them. But Witt's presence with this team and his leadership, everybody was mentioned. There, there's a, that's a big piece to try to figure out and fill because you, that, that's not something you just say, okay, you do it. I can tell you, you block that guy, but I can't the tell you to other be a guy that you're no. not a guy, yeah. right? Do you remember this guy? No, just pops in my mind. Do you remember we're doing the um, we're doing that special broadcast for the parade? Sure, so we're the out there Coliseum. Yeah, and then everybody's coming up and they're having their conversation. And Aaron Donald addresses the crowd, and Sean McVay and Matt Stafford. I'm like, man, a lot of these guys are probably lit, as we like to call lit. it. Right? Whitworth comes up, 
and it was like everybody had to reposition themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I, stand up straight. I buttoned. Uh, I had a polo on. I'm like, let me button the top <laughs> collar. But I only mention that because there's so much respect for this dude. Yes. Right. So, and even the way he addressed that moment and that opportunity, that was. It was. Um, let's just say he didn't take it or he took advantage of that opportunity to be in front of a crowd and an audience and motivating and everything else. Bro, you just can't replace that. Those are – I don't care what athlete you bring in to partake in that position. If I if I ask you this, if I if, from a Dodger perspective, when the Dodgers, when it felt like there was a moment that somebody needed to say something, Clayton Kershaw called out arguably the best player on the Dodgers. Yep. Not, 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 you don't, not you don't need to qualify it. You you don't, don't he to might qualify. be the best player on the Dodgers. Okay, yeah. and, and, I, and I bring that up because there's certain people, when they talk, you stop and you freaking listen. Yeah, boy. Whitworth's one of those guys, so I'm not surprised that you said what you did, and there's no, there's no way to replace there, him. There's something to be said for her, too, especially when you have a championship team. Because, look, it's really, really hard, and it doesn't happen very often, right? If you're, you're lucky if you get one in your life. Kirk says this all the time. That team is only together one year. In pro sports, the team team changes every single yep. year. Yep. And when the mix is right, it's right. And all of a sudden, you know, you just it, you don't even know who it is sometimes. And the guy's just all of a sudden he's not there anymore. And the mix is just different. And it's just not quite right. And I think that that's a possibility. Look, they've got so many good players. Yeah, we there's the thing about this day, but there's such a there's such a small margin for error. They, right? they sign like, Bobby Wagner. They mm-hmm. sign Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. They they go and they've got Matthew Stafford. And give him the hundred more million. Give Cooper Cup a hundred million. Give Aaron Donald a hundred million. They got Jalen Ramsey who's the best at his position. They just they've got this this yeah. cast yeah. of superstars that's amazing, but there's just no guarantee that that little intangible thing that Whitworth brought gets replaced. You just you have no idea. But that, I, I like that. That's one of the things you brought up from camp because everybody else brought it up. Every, it, you couldn't escape it. I mean, mm-hmm. every person that you talked to brought it up. This is, okay, can I, I'm, this is the last kind of uh-oh moment that I'm going to bring up for the Rams and then I'm going to go back to being positive again. Should I be terrified that they're not letting Matthew Stafford participate in every drill because his elbow is not 100%? That doesn't feel great. I, to me, Slee, and I don't, I'm not a football player. Yeah. Never played quarterback in the NFL. But to me, your quarterback having a healthy elbow seems reasonably important. Use your throw left. <laughs> hey, you, you know what Boomer Esiason is? Steve Young? Just do that. Just, just, I'll just put it in that other hand and do your thing. Um, that, that is, by the way, that's an issue because it's one of two ways when they say, hey, guys, Look, we're in training camp right now. Why the hell are we going to put out Matt Stafford during training? You know we're not going to use him during the preseason. Anyways, we got some time. What's the first game, September 8th? 9th, I believe. 9th. We, we have a little bit of time till we get there. Or you look at it the other way, it's like, well, maybe it's something more serious than we Eighth, thought. You were right. Right? Maybe it's something that it's more serious than we thought. If I told you who's the most important player on the Los Angeles Rams – it's Matt Stafford. Of course it is. So with that, why would you not be worried or have some kind of concern when you hear yeah, that he's not elbows, throwing? Yeah, just elbow. It's not his, you know, it's not his rib or his, uh, I don't know, his big toe, which would which would hurt. But at least we can we can throw the ball down the field at this point. Uh, the Dodgers apparently are going to make a yeah. deal with the Yankees. 
Uh, that one's coming down right now. Joey Gallo, who has not played very much for them. The Yankees acquired him, I want to say it was last year. It might have been two years ago, but really has not been a regular part mm-hmm. of what they do. They're going to send a double-A pitcher by the name of Clayton Beater to the Yankees going back the other way. But uh, Joey Gallo, big bat, slugger, yep. hits a bunch of home runs, strikes mm-hmm. out a lot. Okay. I, I, like we talked about, this feels like something just kind of nibbling no, around the edges. There's no risk, right? Like, it's just one of those. All right, if you find a guy that – been in the league long enough to maybe under a different environment. I mean, even though the environment was really, really good with the Yankees as well, there's no risk. By the way, Hosmer is headed to Boston. <laughs> so they, they, it's just, <laughs> hey guys, he's got no trade clause. Well, I look, I get it. If I were yeah. Hera Hosmer and I'm on my way out, I'd rather go to Boston than the Nats. The Nats are the worst team in baseball, but, you know, bye. <laughs> look. How funny is that? Slee, have you been to Boston? The power, yeah. Okay. Boston's I, great. I, I like Boston, too. Yeah. Okay, Boston is a cool place to visit. Boston has a cool old ballpark. Was it Northside, something like that? The great Italian district. Yep, yep, exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's a a wonderful, wonderful city to visit. Mm -hmm. San Diego, yeah, I'm good. I'll I'll stay here. Thank you very much. Uh, you can you can go have somebody. You go 0 for 3 one day, and they call your mom names. In San Diego, we go eat tacos. Like, as far as being an athlete, I'll stay in San Diego. Thank you very much. I'll take their sports seriously in Boston. Hey, uh, can I just stay here and not play? I'll, I'll throw batting practice. I'll pick up the balls in the cage. Like, I'm good, man. I just kind of really don't want to I think go he has in his contract. <laughs> if he, he has in his contract. Listen, if I get traded, I still live in Coronado. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, he might as well right? put that in That's, his no-trade clause. I, I understand. This may be one of maybe one or two reasons I'm not a professional athlete. But my entire existence as a professional athlete, where do I want to live and where will everybody leave me alone? <laughs> San Diego. That's what I would like to do. Now, I'll just stay in San Diego. I can go to the mall. I can go to Coronado, go to the mall, go to the movies. Nobody will ever bother me. If you're the 29th guy on the Yankees and you lose the night before, they're calling you your mom suck. and suck. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't need it. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. Did you guys watch Better Call Saul last night? I had not. I didn't get. I was on the road last night. I didn't get to see. I'm it. in. Is I'm caught it, up. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you, you caught are you up? up, to caught speed up? I, yeah, I watched yeah, last we, night's episode. She had three days. <laughs> You're gonna tell me she didn't watch, watch it? She'll watch some TV. Yeah, I'll get through stuff. And <laughs> yeah, the um, the last two episodes' names have been leaked. The last two episodes are Waterworks and Saul Gone. So. So we got two more, not including last night. Not including last night. So last okay. night's episode was called Breaking Bad. Okay, I'll, well, it was I'm good. See it I like. I like tomorrow. I like last night. I'll see it tomorrow either. I'll, I'll, I'll get. <laughs> I'll be ready to go by next Monday. All right, sounds good. Don't worry about me. <laughs> and we'll all be gone. Um, oh, they just showed Soto again with Kurt. This is. Can we? Can we find a different home run to show? This guy changed the channel. <laughs> I just. My goodness, I don't like looking at that. All right, so this weekend I uh, got some DoorDash and I got the wrong food delivered to me, and I was trying a new no place. Problem. And I got the wrong food delivered to me. Thankfully, like DoorDash refunded it really easily. But if they get the meal wrong, a restaurant, something you're ordering, if they get the meal wrong, you won't go back. Travis, that's your cap. I, I, I don't understand. Like, if I order, so I order. Would you go to a you're cat trying, cafe? You're trying a new place. You're at, you're, yes. you're at a SEMA. Okay. They give you the wrong food. Yeah. You eat your food. It's fine. You won't go back. Uh, no, I would go back. If, the, if what I ended up eating was good, I would go back. I, I put it to this way. I'm just if I ordered chicken piccata and they brought salmon, 
I'm not going to eat the chicken piccata. I'm say I didn't order this. I ordered the salmon, and they I wouldn't. So I would just get what I originally ordered. But if in the event they say no, you're going to eat the piccata, and I was forced to do it, <laughs> and it was good, yeah, I'd go back. I mean, people make mistakes. It's not yeah, the end of the world. I kind of fall into this one with you. Yeah, mistakes are going to happen. Sure. Now, if you jack up my order, I will. I'll actually I'll drive back. Hey, we got the wrong order. Let's get the right order here. Um, I if I'm in the mood for a carne asada burrito. Yeah. And I end up getting, like you just said, uh, a plate of salmon. <laughs> we are in a different world. So my mentality, my thought process, like athletes. Somebody's looking for a breaking ball, and a fastball comes. throws them off Catch big time. By surprise. Yeah. I don't want to have that feeling. Yeah. So I'm waiting for the next pitch. But I'm not going to just say, hey, this restaurant's out because somebody made a mistake. It's funny you ask, Emily, because Susan and I went to a place on Saturday night that we had not been to in a few years because we did. we went once when it just opened. Wasn't great. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't great. And we never went back. And so we were thinking about where we oh, we should go try that place again. We only went once. They were brand new. It's in a cool spot. It's got a good view, good vibe. There's always people outside. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe we just had, we went back. No. <laughs> it had been a couple, the food was fine. The, the, I had the worst martini I've ever had in my uh, life. And it was one of those things. One sip in, I'm like, well, this place That's sucks. not good. You, you can't recover from that. And I'm not a send back the drink guy. So it's just kind of sucked it down. And What uh, they do wrong? It was basically a glass of vermouth. It was terrible. Like, the, a drop is plenty for me. I want it super, super dry. Yeah. And you could see, you know, vermouth has kind of that yellow tinge to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, it looked like a glass of lemonade. It was just terrible. What is your, because I think everyone would be curious knowing you, what is your initial reaction when you take the first sip? I knew it was going to be bad before I even took it. You could tell by the color. It was way, way off. Okay, and when they're bringing it over and you can see the color, are I, you? Are the hands go up in the air? Sleep, is it a side? I you swear to you, it's like you were sitting at the table. Because I saw it. You're the, 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 the guy's bringing it on the yep. tray, right? Yep. I saw it coming, and I looked at Susan, Son and I, saw, I said, a... this drink's going to suck. and Because you could see it. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I was right. You know what didn't suck? Your two martinis that you posted on Twitter. Those were on money. Friday. Those were really, really good. That <laughs> was we were we were chasing the, the dragon from Friday <laughs> at Saturday. We should have got back to the same spot. But mm-hmm. I think the same place I went on Friday was the place you went on or yep. I don't know what was Friday. Asima. It, yeah, yeah Friday. They, that place they, they get you pretty good. That's not a back to back place. All right, Taylor. Okay, Emily, the only place I think this has happened to me as far as like a to go order or like a delivery order would be Domino's and they did that to me once and I think I ended up getting more food. So I didn't take it back, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I think if you get more food, it's better. What was yeah. the extra item? Yeah, what did what did or what did you order and what did you or? get? Okay, All right. Well, Taylor, finish your story, and then I'll say what I got. I haven't. I have not been back to Domino's. <laughs> I'll, eat, so, I'll mess up some Domino's. Don't. It's amazing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, for sure. And you get so, extra food. <laughs> I got two pints of ice cream to like to meet the delivery requirement. And one pint was right, one pint was wrong. So I wanted this, like, chocolate chip thingy from Salt and Straw, and then I wanted uh, this plain vanilla. I, I know it's kind of lame. I really like their vanilla. Sure. And what I got was chocolate chip thing, and then I got this caramel, salted caramel ribbon thing. Yeah, it works. And I, personally, I don't like salted caramel stuff, especially in ice cream, just because it just I, I just taste the salt. And I didn't really want it, and it just wasn't, wasn't what I intended. So I Give also was trying something new. So anyway. <laughs> Right? You got two of them. Helps with the sneezing. <laughs> oh, 
myself for this. I'm sure my roommate would love Give that. Give Felix a pint of salted caramel vanilla ice cream. Yeah. What happened to my cat? I don't know. Why, <laughs> why is it laying there wheezing? I don't know. Why did it gain 50 pounds? <laughs> Jeez. All right. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Sleep. Last night, um, I was watching a movie with my roommate, um, and it clearly seemed as if he wasn't very interested in it because he was on his phone most of the time. So, if you are watching a movie with someone, it's rude for them to be on their phone if you're watching it at home. Tra- uh, Alan, fat crap. It's kind of funny because this happens. <laughs> and it's so, like, obvious, too, in my girl. It's like, can you just pretend that you're sort of interested? She's like, no, I like it. This is great. She's just on her phone, yeah. whatever she's doing, right? But then you kind of think about it. If she's not interrupting my viewing, then what the hell do I care? Exactly. You want to get on your phone. Do it, but now, what you're not going to do is, hey, I'm going to call my mom real quick. No, no that's, not. Not, that's cool. not happening. That's not cool. And she's not going to do that. But she'll be whatever, Instagram, something like that, or texting with somebody. As long as it's not like interrupting me. But is my playing, left side eye. YouTube videos with the volume on. <laughs> <laughs> is my left side eye looking like really that disinterested but man is that a sign you're not interested i I think there's a point in a relationship where you can be just kind of honest with each other because it'll happen in movie tv show or whatever and you'll realize the other person isn't watching like you're saying emily and you're like you're not feeling this and now this sucks and you're like yeah okay i'm not turning the channel because i like it you finish watching it (laughs) and she stares at the phone or vice versa and you just move on to the next thing it's she didn't make the tv show i didn't make it what do i care it's not my art out in the world it's fine the funny thing too is he was on his phone with the time and then i took out my phone at one point to send a text or whatever he's like no phones no phones and i was like so you were on the phone the whole time and you're trying to get on me for being on my phone anyway that was uh, how long until he gives you a chore list <laughs> no i actually like him a lot he's he's a fun guy but uh i was like all right adam all right uh taylor i think he was making fun of himself probably yeah like probably there. okay uh depends on the level of commitment to the movie like have you been talking about it for a week and saying oh my gosh we have to go see this movie and then it comes down to it, and you're just in your phone the whole time. That would be kind of disappointing. But if you just, you know, kind of spontaneously say, hey, let's watch a movie, and just kind of pick one out at random, and then you're on your phone, I don't think it's worth getting bothered about. Yeah, I wasn't that bothered. It's just something I observed. Um, so Taylor was telling me the story about a uh, previous roommate who kind of got in trouble with their landlord a little bit. So um, I'm going to give the statement, and then I'll go to Taylor first. So you have kicked ice cubes under the fridge. Taylor, Fender Cap. Okay, this wasn't a roommate. This was an airbnb So he was just a random guy that came through. Stayed at your place? Stayed at my place, okay. yeah. So we were looking to fill a room, and my landlord was having difficulty, so he just kind of let this guy stay for a month. Uh, scary Terry, we called him. But he would continuously drop ice, ice. cubes at mm-hmm. like 2 or 3 in the morning, and we were wondering why the floor was wet in the morning because one of my roommates slipped on it, and you know he fell down. So what was the question, Emily? You have kicked ice cubes under the fridge? I yep. have not. No, personally, but I've known a person that did. Travis? <laughs> um, yeah, I've done that. I, I don't do it frequently, but if there's an ice cube and I'm feeling particularly lazy, I'll give that a little <laughs> swat underneath the fridge. It'll it'll melt. It'll dry. Everything's fine. If it's, you know, a bunch of stuff. I, Al, I think I've established myself as a pretty good roommate. It, you know, I think that's important to me. Um, but yeah, look, I, yeah, a little bit. And then there may be some other things that you yeah. see, you just kind of kick them underneath sure. the kitchen sink or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Who hasn't? Whatever cereal you're pouring in your bowl. Yeah, a piece or two out. falls out. You know, it's a long way down to bend over and pick that up. It seems like right, a lot of trouble. Thing. You got to pick up the ice because of what he just said. Something's going to slip. You got to pick up the ice. Even if it's under the fridge, it's under the fridge. Yeah, I but mean, the water is going to melt and then it's going to, you know, slowly work its way back out. Let me use our kitchen as a perfect example. Um, 
I'm not going to name names because I don't know who they are. <laughs> but how many different times do you go into the kitchen and there's just ice that's just sitting there and it's just melting away? I'm like, guys, if you're on the ice, ground? Yeah, on the ground. I've never seen that. I haven't either. When we used to have, wait, we still have it back. They brought it back. They did they? bring it back. It's not the same. What do you mean it's not the same? Have you tasted it? No, I've not tried it. Well, there's only one filtration system. I'm just saying, just try it and tell me what you think. Got to pick up the ice because yeah. of Taylor, what he just said, and his roommate falling. You got to pick up the ice. All right, guys, I got one last one. So uh, I was telling a story a little bit about how my bike rear tire had gone flat. So I was trying to fix it, um, not on the side of the road. It was just on, like at the beach uh, bike path. And I was going, and I didn't expect anybody to help me, but a couple people stopped, tried to help me pump up my bike, and you know we're very nice people. So you have helped someone if you saw them struggling on the side of the road. But either car or bike or et cetera. So you've helped someone you saw struggling on the side of the road. Travis, Patrick Cap. Yeah, I have. It's it's specific as to who the person that looks like they're struggling in the situation. Like I it, I have a soft spot for people that remind me of my kids, right? Like so mm. if I see a sixteen year old kid on the side of the road and he yep. doesn't know how to fix a tire, I w- w- you'll stop and say, Hey, you, you need to call AAA, do you need help with this? One of those things. Yeah. I don't do it every time, yeah, obviously, I but I have done it. They're just there every once in a while. You just see some like God. That could be my my son, my daughter, my wife, and you want to help. But I, I've driven past a thousand more people than I've ever stopped to ask for help. Here's the biggest challenge of that situation: you start saying to yourself, "Well, somebody's going to help them." Okay, if you could just stop, and I've done this before too, where there's been a car idle on the road car wasn't moving on the road and somebody's trying to push it out of the way push out of the way Yeah, that's an almost gotta help gotta help yeah so i've done that before but how many times have you driven by any situation or a car or something like that and you're like you say to yourself well some the next person's going to help i think 99.9 percent of the people are saying that until the right person actually stops i don't do it enough as well but have i done it of course so i was going to run one time and it was in santa barbara and i was running through a, a part of town that i did not know particularly well but i'm i'm on a jog right and this woman comes out of these apartments and says can you please help me i take care of an older man and he's fallen and i can't lift him up back onto the the bed can you please come and help me Every alarm bell in my head is ringing. Don't go in that apartment. Don't mm. go in that apartment. This is a bad. This is this is how they get your kidneys. You know, this is what I'm thinking. Like this is a bad, bad deal. And how I'm to having... get your kidneys? One oh one. Right. Oh no. It's like who isn't going to go help an old man who's falling on the ground? Yeah. So I walk into the apartment like complex. I walk up to the door. I'm looking through the window. I'm looking around. And I don't want to say thankfully, but there was an older guy that had fallen on the ground and we put him in the chair and I couldn't run out of there fast enough. I'm thinking somebody's going to get me with the rag. Yep. Somebody's going to hit me over the head with a bat. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is going to end badly. All the alarm bells will get set up. out of here. Is that all of them, man? All right. That's all of them. I have a, a really good tweet that I want to read when I get back here because I think the Dodgers may have played a little four dimensional chess with the Padres on sure. this one. We'll get into that. Plus, Otani is still an angel. Why? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. By the way, so you did you ended up walking out of that apartment. What'd you say? I did not know that. About the what's that's later. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. I I did. I I escaped with all my organs intact. I made it out. Really? Yeah. It was it was genuinely. The Trav I know, the Trav I've known for twenty years, I couldn't see you actually ever doing that. No, I did it. 
It was it was uncomfortable, and I was nervous. But I look, you would do it no, too. No, it's because more no, you're an a hole. Some somebody stops you on the road no and chance. says, or on the sidewalk, an old man has fallen. Can you please help me get him back into his chair? You're yeah, not you got to go in. By. And if to. it costs, if you're, if it's a trap, I mean, at been. least you went out like could have been the it right was the way. Perfect track because it was a little, it was a little woman, yep. and I was like, yeah, okay, I. I yeah, I think this is going to be okay, but I made it. We're 67 minutes away from Super Crosstalk. Mason taking another mental recharge day. Well, you were all off yesterday, but By the way, he will be you, off Mace. today. If yesterday was a Mason Monday, what's today? Mason Tuesday. <laughs> On a live imaging Tuesday. Right. Clinton Yates, the big CYs here. By the way, speaking yeah. of uncomfortable and nervous, apparently producer Emily is getting crap on Twitter about having ice cream delivered. And I just want to say right now, I've done it. What's wrong with that? Well, apparently people on Twitter don't like it, Em, right? Yeah, he said that... Uh... Okay, I'm not going to judge here, uh, but I am. He said, Emily ordered ice cream f- for delivery. Reminds me of Mason ordering Reese's Pieces for delivery. Uh, and he also said, full disclosure, I did not do food delivery because I'd rather pick it up myself. Well, see, then he is. Yeah. His comment is going. So I was a little bit under the influence, clearly. So I wanted some ice cream at the moment, and I wasn't going to go and Should've walk to there. the ice cream. And <laughs> I wanted to deliver. Oh, if you have a heavy car meal, a cheat night, and you're sitting there and you go, and this doesn't happen to me often, like once a year, I'm like, I want ice cream. I'm not now going somewhere to go get ice cream. That's I just have it delivered. That's what these apps are invented for. Is exactly what Am I the only one left that doesn't get delivery? I don't do it a lot, but I do it. You do it a lot. Yeah. No, no. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I bet you we do it twice a month. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I get delivery yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm, okay, with wait, I'm with you. Trav's got a burger. Why don't we just go by? I feel like by the time I Trav order has a, everything else, I just If be you're at the sober, you're fine. No, that's not true. I'm going to go pick it up. Trav has a burner phone with Postmates and Instacart <laughs> on it. Not like not. He's not having an affair. He's just ordering Postmates and Instacart. You know what? On the burner. It's that's on the a, best it's, damn idea I've ever heard in my life. It's on I'm a Visa card that yeah. Susan doesn't know. I'm like the guy in the wire. I drive around to convenience stores and just pick up phones seen, over and over again. I haven't to seen order Trav. DoorDash. I haven't seen Trav laugh like that in a while. <laughs> See, if we just did more live imaging on your show, maybe you guys could win a Mandy Award. You see how I brought that back around? <laughs> I was waiting. You made us all mad. We, we got well, all the way to, to 1150 to, without it happening. I, I'm shocked we made this I have this to far. stare at the 710awards.net. It's right over your head, Every shoulder, too, day. buddy. Every you single day. Right 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 yeah, I'm still like going a, on and voting. It's like a, rem- a reminder, endlessly. Meanwhile, Travis and Sliwa continues now. <sighs> I'm going to do that. I don't do the delivery. I, I, you've always said that. I don't know why. I don't feel it's necessary. If you're sober, it's not necessary. Okay, so, so you do not... The only way you order, by the way, that's smart. That's obviously yeah. the thing to do. But the only way you order delivery is if you admit that. you're intoxicated. Oh well, yeah. What if I'm under the influence? And then sometimes I'll do pickup if I'm going to go somewhere. So I'd like to order ahead so I don't have to wait mm-hmm. in a line. And I'll, so I know what I want and it's ready when I get there. So, so you're sitting at too. home and you're completely sober, but you're watching a movie and you're like, then you're not going to order delivery. I, sometimes if I'm hungry, I might. But typically it's, it's just when I'm drunk under the influence. Drunk. It's almost exclusively when I shouldn't drive. Okay. No, yeah. then that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that, that's – I don't know if I've ever Maybe done Maybe we're it. not getting hammered enough, Taylor. <laughs> well, I it's one of those not. things, right? It's Friday night, okay? Yeah. You, you've decided you're not going out. You get, get something to eat and whatever, or, you know, you're just hanging out, and you have a couple of glasses of wine, and you're just sitting there, and you're like, you know what? To Emily's point, a little ice cream doesn't sound like the end of the world, and I don't want to get in the car. She doesn't yeah. want to get in the car, so why not? Just have them drive it there, and that pint of ice cream that costs $23 <laughs> tastes like the best thing in the world. So, so I also have a dash pass, which means I don't have to pay for any of those extra fees. So I just I pay for the tip and the price of the ice cream. So it ends up being you a lot less expensive. You use it quite a bit. If that's... No, so I have a, my credit card has um, free dash pass with it. 
you don't get airline miles, you get DoorDash yeah, I points? I do get airline miles, okay, too. Say, we need that. Pick, an extra I, we have a conversation about how to maximize hey, your credit know. card. All right. How's All right. Bobby doing? <laughs> he's fine. I miss him, man. Yeah, he's he's fine. I feel like, I have, I feel like we have not done a good show <laughs> since Bobby left. That's probably true. <laughs> I, I, I think you might be right it's about that. It's not to do with us. It's just Bobby kind of <laughs> took it to another level. What are you going to do? ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Anybody want to give me any good reason why yes. Shohei Otani is still an angel and they didn't move him for you know players? Yes. Go ahead. Why were you so? Why were you so? committed to moving him by this deadline because the closer you get to it yeah. next year i think the less you get and how and about the, because the, the, here's the point what, mm-hmm. what you said over and over again about soto i think it's a good point they've got him for this playoff run next season's playoff run and the season after that's playoff run at worst mm-hmm. right so with otani why not you, you have one less year but he's not up at the end of this year he's up at the end of next year the the price to get him at this point a year from now I think is less than. Can I can I tell you why? I think you have you have such a unique player in Shohei Otani, and there really isn't that much to look forward to if you're an Angel fan. And I know Mike Trout has been there for a number of years. I know the trainer came out last week and just basically basically came in with the doctor's report to the media, which is completely to this point we still don't understand. But I think when you have somebody as special as you do with Otani, and he's literally the only reason why you would go see an Angel game at this stage, right? That I think holding on to him for the two things can happen next year. And I don't feel confident in either one of them. One thing that could happen is the Angels are good. And now all of a sudden it's a team that is competing. There's no evidence that that will There happen. is not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. But let's just say there's a 5% chance that they could be good. That's 5% too high, but go ahead. Say 4%. I'm going to take one percentage point off. <laughs> I think holding on to Otani, you, it's just too important of a player to that franchise to ship away <laughs> at this point. And I think the other side of it, too, is let's say you shipped him off. What makes you think that whatever the hell you get for Otani, that that organization is smart enough to do something? Well, that, that that's a good reason not to do it. I'm with you on this. But here, here's what we're talking and about. And I get what you mean by the value. And, and, I get that. And here's, here's the – I was telling Emily this this morning. I thought it was really interesting when you see that the, the – not the Dodgers. The Angels were not going to trade Otani. Yeah. It was always the Angels have decided not to trade Shohei Otani, comma, Artie Moreno does not want to let him go. Okay? It was not the Angels have decided not to trade him, period. It was always the owner of the team uh. doesn't want him to go. But here, here's what we're talking about. And Angel fans, this should make a cold shiver run down your spine. You've got 60 games left in this season. Okay, so you get to sell Shohei Otani, Angel player, 60 more times, or 30 more times. Half of them are going to be on the road. Okay? So next season, if you get to the trade deadline, it's about 100 games. Yep. 50 of those are home games. Okay? So you've got about 80 more dates to sell, to, to sell. hey, come see the Shohei yep. show. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's leaving. He's leaving. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather be able to sell something? And to your, your point is a good one. I don't know what I'm getting back because the Angels have not been able to identify the right guys. That's been clear. But wouldn't you rather sell some? Hey, listen, we're trying like hell to build a team. We still got Mike Trout, yep. blah, blah, blah. He's leaving. Mm-hmm. Whenever the price is highest, and I would argue it's right now, mm-hmm. sell it. 
It's an asset that's going to get you less a year from now, I believe. I still think that he's a big enough name, a big enough draw, big enough. Whatever he does as a player, put that to the side. He is such a freaking humongous draw that don't think there aren't going to be five teams, ten teams lining up either this offseason or by next trade deadline figuring out what a way to get What if he says, it. I'm not going to sign with anybody at the end of this. You can trade me, and but I'm going to free agency. Mm-hmm. Now what? But he could have done that this uh He, he could have, done could that have this. but now what if he's upset? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you, it just you've brought in all these other things that I just I want him it's out Angels, so bro. badly. I want him out so badly. Get ready for April twenty twenty three because then we're going to start talking. Trail, about uh, made a big move mm-hmm. for him too. Dodgers still have not done too many big things. Chris Martin has come in. The Joey Gallo deal got done today, so they got Joey Gallo. Have they done enough to be a World Series team? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.